Hello, my name is Emma and welcome to this episode of Legal Perks Business Breakdown. On this episode, we will be exploring L'Oreal, one of the biggest makeup and cosmetic brands in the world. I will take you through the evolution of L'Oreal, its expansion and the variety of products that it provides. I will also look into the marketing and advertising strategies of L'Oreal, which have contributed to its success. I'm excited to break down L'Oreal and I hope that you're excited too. The enterprise started in 1909 when a young chemist, Eugene Schweller, researched and started to innovate synthetic hair dyes, which led to him founding the company, which eventually became the L'Oreal Group. Schweller's work evolved into the founding of an organisation, the French Society for Safe Hair Dyes. The society was based upon the principles of continuing research and innovation in the field of beauty principles that are instantly recognisable in its direct descendant, L'Oreal. He first formulated a hair dye, which was manufactured and sold to Parisian hairdressers. It was this that kicked off the company. It is interesting to think that this scientific formulation was what kick-started an enterprise this large, and it also seems that L'Oreal have maintained this focus throughout the many years of research and innovation in the service of beauty. It is this that is their USP and one of the many reasons behind their success. 1957 to 1983 were formative yet pivotal years for L'Oreal, as the L'Oreal Group kick-started its global expansion, with strategic brand acquisitions being cited as the main reason for their effective transition into the L'Oreal Group. It was here that the branding started to develop, with the motto at this time being Seize New Opportunities. Throughout this development, controversially, Schweller provided financial support and held meetings for La Cagoule at L'Oreal headquarters, which was a violent French fascist-leaning and anti-communist group who formed the MSR movement in which it supported the Vichy collaboration with the Nazis. After the war, L'Oreal hired several members of the group as executives. This is a part of L'Oreal's history which is not well known, so it was interesting to research this aspect of the company. Continuing on this success, 1984 to 1987 was a period of growth for L'Oreal and marked them making many investments for their future within the area of research, which contributed to the making of history and strengthening brand image. This allowed L'Oreal to establish itself and the many areas it would focus on. The L'Oreal Group operated and continues to operate through the following segments. Professional products, consumer products, L'Oreal Luxury and Active Cosmetics. The professional products segment manufactures products which are used and sold in hair salons. The consumer products segment offers beauty and care products for men and women which are sold in mass market retail channels. The L'Oreal Luxury segment markets high-end skincare and beauty products in selective retail outlets such as department stores, perfumeries and travel retail. The Active Cosmetic segment offers Dermis Cosmetics skincare products which are sold in pharmacies and specialist sections of drugstores. The company continues to be headquartered in France, which is no surprise considering its very solid French grounding. To show the growth and development of the company, it is significant to point out that in 1920 the company employed three chemists. By 1950 the teams were 100 strong. That number reached 1,000 by 1984 and is nearly 2,000 today. This evidences the growth and development of expertise that L'Oreal has undergone. 
L'Oreal got its start in the hair colour business, but the company soon branched out into other cleansing and beauty products. L'Oreal currently markets over 500 brands and many thousands of individual products in all sectors of the beauty business. Hair colour, permanents, hair styling, body and skincare, cleansers, makeup and fragrances. It is indeed hard to enter any cosmetics retailer without seeing the branding of L'Oreal or the branding of its subsidiaries within the group. The company's products are found in a wide variety of distribution channels, from hair salons and perfumeries to hyper and supermarkets, health and beauty outlets, pharmacies and direct mail. Keeping in with the original effective strategy of L'Oreal, which is that of research and development through innovation, L'Oreal has six worldwide research and development centres, two in France, Olney and Chevrolet, one in the US, Clark, New Jersey, one in Japan, Kawasaki and Kanagawa Prefecture. In 2005, one was established in Shanghai, China and one in India. This evidences that L'Oreal, though having humble beginnings in Paris, became globalised in a rapid way. From 1988 to 1989, L'Oreal even controlled the film company Paravision, whose properties included the Filmation and De Laurentiis libraries. However, this arrangement ended when Studio Canal acquired the Paravision properties in 1994. However, it did not stop L'Oreal from branching out into other parts of the market. L'Oreal purchased Synthalabo in 1973 to pursue its ambitions in the pharmaceutical field. This merged with Sanofi in 1999. Then this merged with Aventis in 2004. L'Oreal got its start in the hair colour business. However, this evidences how far they were willing to go to achieve their initial goal of innovation through research. In 1988-2005, L'Oreal became the group leader in cosmetics, dominating their market by a country mile. In 2005, L'Oreal branched out to release a men's line called the Men Expert line, which was at the time considered the most comprehensive and biggest range for men in this area. L'Oreal stated that they were branching out to give men the full body skincare that women had enjoyed for many years. It praised itself for creating this line to suit men's skin to perfection in noting the differences in men and women's skin. In 2011, L'Oreal released the Men Expert Vitalift line with an advertising campaign designed by Hugh Laurie, a distinguished male icon. The line initially contained a single moisturiser and eye roll-on, which used together or independently visibly reduced the appearance of fine lines or wrinkles. Again, this was male-focused and was based on their extensive research on the male skin so as to personalise their products in a way that had not been so commercially innovative before. On the 17th of March 2006, L'Oreal purchased the cosmetics company The Body Shop for $562 million. This was a large acquisition for them as The Body Shop was already a large household name. This shows how much influence L'Oreal gained and how much momentum they were gaining in the market. L'Oreal's famous advertising slogan, Because I'm Worth It, was changed in the mid-2000s. This was, this was then replaced by, Because You're Worth It. In the late 2009, the slogan was changed again to because we're worth it, following motivation analysis and work into consumer psychology of Dr. Maxime Titorenko. This was stated to be a a strong strategic move towards creating consumer satisfaction through advertisement, inciting feelings of inclusion. 
L'Oreal also owns a hair and beauty products line for kids called L'Oreal Kids. The slogan for which is, because we're worth it too, showing an expansion in their branding. In 1987, during the growth years of the mail order business, L'Oreal and Three Suisses founded Le Club de Creteurs de Beauty for mail order sales of cosmetic products with brands including Agnes B. In March 2018, L'Oreal acquired three of Suisse's stake taking side control of the company. In November 2013, L'Oreal announced that Le Club de Creteurs would cease activity in the first half of 2014. Before this, in November 2012, L'Oreal inaugurated the largest factory in the Jebbenka Industrial Park in Indonesia with a total investment of USD $100 million. By the end of 2012, the company states that all of their motivation is based around research and innovation in the areas of skincare and beauty. Over the past century, the company has developed beyond eyes to producing women's skincare and body care. It has, adva- has an advanced range of men's shaving, bathing and grooming and has led the way in the innovation in male-specific skincare and anti-aging. On February 2014, it was announced that L'Oreal bought back 8% of its shares for $3.4 billion from a Swiss consumer goods giant. This served to reduce the stake that Nestle had in the company, which they had owned for many decades, due to a political attempt to reduce tensions between L'Oreal and the French state, who were ready for intervention. This is interesting as it links back to the company's history and relationship with France, an ambiguous history which I hope I have made slightly less mysterious. I hope this breakdown will allow you enough background on L'Oreal to follow any news related to it, and I think it has been interesting to hear the breakdown on this large cosmetic giant. Thank you for joining me this week for the Legal Perk Business Breakdown. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown of L'Oreal, and I hope you can join us next week for our Tech Tuesday.